Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Advice You Didn't Take with your girl, Remy Ray. And I have a super duper socialite slash... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a socialite. Finance guru slash... I don't know, living, living, living. Is that all right to say? <laughs> yeah, you can say the living part, but I'm not a socialite. I'm just a, I'm just a worker. Do <laughs> you know what? You are a socialite because anywhere in South London I've ever gone and I speak to somebody that is kind of connected to that Southwesty circle, they always know you. Always mm. know you. Mm. So you're definitely a socialite. <laughs> nah, well, but yeah, okay, thanks for having me. <laughs> so who are you? So my name is Francis. Most people know me as Frank, but my my real my government government name is actually Francis. Okay. Um, I've known Remy for a while. Do you, We've known each other for so many years, you know. A ministry. Do you remember back in the day, ministry? Yeah. That's where I remember you guys from. From in I've the tunnel in Ministry of Sound. Yeah, so we're talking at least ten years. I've known Remy. We have. It will be longer than that because like, I started going to ministry when I was about seventeen. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's even longer than that. I, I don't think I was speaking to you then, but <laughs> no. I, I'll say at least 10 years, probably longer. We have mutual friends that intertwine and yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that's how we became friends and yeah. started talking, etc. So that's how I know you. Um, so I work in investment management. Yes. Um, so but basically we manage money, yeah. um, institutional money. Yeah. So let's just say... Clients are like big pension funds. So say Sainsbury's, for instance. Yeah. Sainsbury's obviously needs to pay their pensioners in, I don't know, 20 years. Or even now, whoever's retired that works at Sainsbury's obviously receives pension. Yeah. So they need to invest money in order to be able to pay those pensions. Yes. So Sainsbury's will come to us and give us a large chunk of money, and we will manage that money for several years. Yeah. And we'll invest that into different asset classes for them. Okay. So. That's what, yeah. I actually wanted to touch a little bit on the pension stuff, but I also um, want to make sure that we highlight some of the other bits that you're doing. Like you you and your um, team have recently started a podcast that um, I absolutely love. And I'm a big big advocate, I should say, um, in terms of looking at finance, looking at better ways of handling your finance and just gaining that knowledge. But I also like the fact that you guys have kind of produced a podcast that is so relatable to people like us especially being people of color you know um you yeah. kind of didn't say anything about that so i just wanted you to mention that of course yeah so this is this all started about a month ago mm-hmm. um me and three friends we were just having a drink in brixton and one of them <laughs> yeah yeah one of them was like because cause he, he's an accountant and he knows that works in investment. So he's like, oh, why don't you do a podcast talking about money? I was like, yeah, that's no good idea. I was like, why don't you do it with me? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, cool. And then that was it. And then we just sat down, exchanged some ideas, just started planning. One thing led to another and we recorded our first episode. So the idea was very simple. Yeah. Do a podcast about personal finance. So explain things to people in like everyday language, um, just break down all the complexities, explain yeah. people how they can save, how they can invest, mm-hmm. show people that investing, you don't need a million to invest, you can invest with a hundred pounds. Tell them the risks about investing, what you should stay away from, um, or how you shouldn't approach it, etc. So it's just really truly to give people the knowledge of investing or, or just to manage their personal finance in a way that they can grow their money over time. Over so that's time, that's yeah. really what it is. And the emphasis, as you mentioned, 
it's obviously on um, our demographic. Yeah. You know, we're all black. Most of my friends are black. Yeah. And we don't really get that kind of insight from our parents. Why you do know, you think at least, that at least money, our generation. money and black people are just such a grey area? Like, the ones that are getting it in are very vocal about getting it in. And then the ones that don't know anything about it, i.e. the regular people, a bit like myself, are just a bit like, oh, you don't know, so you don't know. You just keep living, you know what I mean? But it's, it's funny that you guys had started your podcast because from the last maybe about four or five months, I started to take my finances a lot more seriously, right? And yeah. then I had been listening to a lot of um, podcasts, but they're all in America. So when yes. I heard that you guys were starting one, I was like, yes, something British, because obviously they have 401ks and things yes. of that nature. That we, we, don't, we don't have something very exactly. different. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just that um, understanding. They have IRA accounts and like all this stuff is like foreign to me. So I would have yeah. to then do the research search to figure out what do these things mean in terms of British finance and then just slowly trying to understand um, some of it but also being a dyslexic person some of the information I just can't retain so the fact that it's you another guy and two girls it's just so so relatable so I definitely want to just commend you guys on um, what you're doing because it's really really amazing you know yeah that's right and and, yeah if your listeners want to check out it's called Making Sense Podcast so it's it's on all the big platforms it's on SoundCloud it's on iTunes and it's on Stitcher as well so just search for Making Sense Podcast Sense is spelled with a C yeah so C C T S yeah exactly Making Sense so yeah that's that's it so what really should like the fact that you guys are and obviously your background as well is kind of aimed at our demographic what are we doing essentially that's so wrong um and kind of fueled you guys' passion around starting this? Is yeah. it the stunting? So, is it the, the girls that the, are just buying bundles and bags? And not, you know <laughs> what I mean? Is it, is it that? Yeah. Do you know what it is? I think this is much, this this whole topic, it's so deep yeah, and it goes vast. back, you know, yeah. to hundreds of years. It's, it's such a deep topic that I don't even think I know all of it. Yeah. But just from what I can see, what I can observe, even us growing up, going to ministry and stuff. <laughs> we all remember what we saw, right? Yeah, yeah. You had the normal guys that were in college or uni that may have had a part-time job or something. Yes. And then you had the other guys that had the money. Popping bottles. Com- yeah, popping yeah. bottles, show Pimples. up in the nice cars, yeah. mm. bling, everything, head to toe, whatever. Yeah. The, the, the hood guys or the, the fraudsters, yes. whatever. They were the guys with money. And then you had those guys that didn't make money. And obviously the, the hood guys and the fraudsters, they always had a higher status, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, fast forward now. How the tables have turned, honey. See what I'm saying? <laughs> now, it's changed a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, fraudsters are still doing their thing and so are the drug dealers. But a lot of they, a lot more savviness is going on. There's a lot more exactly. financial knowledge being exchanged. Yeah, you know? they've all matured, right? Yeah. So all the, the, the drug dealers from back then, they might still be selling drugs, but they're doing it a completely different way. Yeah. They're more smarter now if they haven't been caught. Yeah. I'm not advocating. <laughs> no, am I? We're not. <laughs> but, but I mean, so, this is so, the real reality of where we actually come from. So I like the fact that you use those type of, um, you of know, course. those type of examples because that's the reality. That is really it. Is it the reality. You know? Yeah, yeah, it is the reality. So um, yeah, we we've obviously seen that growing up, etc. But now, you know, at this point in our lives, it's it's you, you might talk to someone who has a job you know, like an average job, yeah. an average paying job. And they might want to 
buy a house. It's almost impossible to buy a house. In London, for sure, yeah. Yeah, or they might want to do something big, which costs a lot of money, and they can't. And then, you, you know, you, you speak to people, and it's about, oh, I'm not really sure how I can manage my money in a better way, or I don't know where I can put my money to make it grow. It's like, we just don't have the knowledge. Yeah. So I just noticed that whenever I speak to people about, or people, a lot of times people will ask me, oh, what's a good investment? And I'll say, look, it's it's not that simple. I can't just say to you, yeah. go and buy X, Y, Z. Yeah. It takes a lot more. You need to know how long you want to invest. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how happy are you with taking risks? There's so many more things you need to establish before you can invest. And it tells so you a I, lot about yourself when you get into that, um, you know, that area of your life. Once you start looking at your finances, it's so heavily linked to your emotions, your behavior, the way you 100%. deal with things as well, like risk. Are you between one and ten of risk? That you know what I mean. Wherever you set yeah. that cursor, actually shows you a lot about the type of person that you are. You know. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's a lot about your personality as well, but mm-hmm. just your behavioural instincts, etc. But um, but yeah, it, it's just I just noticed that generally speaking, you know, the, the the closest people around me tended to not be very good with money, yeah. and they're all black. So. <laughs> And yeah, you just establish a lot of your friends, even the, the ones that do have money, they'll have cash and it'll be in their savings account. And the interest yeah, no, on that is next yeah, to nothing, I right? Know, right? Interest rates are so low, you don't really get anything. Um, so I just thought, okay, well, there isn't really anything out there teaching us or showing us what how to... What do you to... think that is, though, essentially, um, specifically aimed at our demographic? Is, be- is it because we didn't know it, that area really exists and that it's beneficial for our futures? Or are we really those type of people that just live in the now? We want fresh clothes for Friday so we can party all week. Like, yeah, I, I think, you know what it is? I think the fact that our parents came here, yeah, uh, or a lot of our parents came here from, from Africa, mm-hmm. from Jamaica, wherever, from yeah. West Indies, um, and they they didn't they came here they were happy to make a good living yeah. they were happy to see that their kids it. were having a good life yeah um you know they were just happy with that they weren't really thinking like a lot of middle class people think in yeah. a sense that um as soon as my child's born I need to set up a child trust fund yeah so by the time they're twenty one they yeah. have a million in there yeah they weren't really thinking like that and they weren't as financially savvy as they could have been yeah. Um, obviously some, a few are, but it's only the minority. I'll say most people were. And also a lot of our parents that came here that didn't have, you know, glamorous jobs or high paying jobs, they were just happy to have a council flat, yeah. make sure that their kids were okay. Yeah. So I just feel like our parents had so much going on. It's almost like personal, how to manage your personal finance was almost like a side thing that yeah. they never got to do. I think also you have sense. to be a bit sensitive in some aspects. Don't get me wrong. I think we've definitely dropped the baton in some instances because now us as the older, younger generations of their elders, right? We have the tools now to really change the narrative of all of our futures, the next generations after us and so forth and so on. But I feel like... um you know, uh, I kind of lost my trailer foot there, but I feel like a lot of um, people are still thinking that something else is going to come, something else is going to happen, you no. know what I mean? And, and it isn't, it really, really isn't. It, no, no, if you don't put things in your own hands, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. No, no one's going to come and give you a big check and say, there, go and start a new life. Or you're not, no, you need to put things in your own hand right now. I mean, we have to give ourselves... Um, 
that I, I meant when I said about be a little bit sensitive is the fact that, I mean, we are only a few generations in, like two or three generations in of being immigrants in the UK, you know what I mean? So in that respect, yeah, we didn't necessarily have the tools, but I feel like people like myself, yourself, can really change the narrative of yeah, what's about to happen. Yeah, and I think that's what we're trying to do now, yeah. right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I um, Like I said, I re- recently started... Um, in looking into my um, financial journey and just trying to make myself a bit more savvy with how I um, look at finance for the future. And I started um, a robo-investment Okay. Just because um, I didn't really know a lot about investing and obviously a lot of the information I was finding was more so um, okay. aimed at like Americans, if you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I started yeah. a robo-investment um stocks and shares ISA kind yeah. of account thing yeah and I love it I absolutely love it it's the most easiest thing yeah. I've ever done in my life and I'm like okay on to the next one now like um after listening to you guys and stuff and you were saying that you helped one of the other girls sorry I don't know her name um yeah invest into, sure. yeah, invest into like premium brands and because I work in fashion um prominently and I have been for multiple years I've always known how yeah. well brands would do in the future. So I was like, oh. okay, that's my next stop kind of thing. But is there anything you think that as young black people, we should be paying a bit more attention to in terms yeah. of getting I, into, because that well, was me researching online by myself to find that robo investment thing. Right. Yeah. And, and like, I just want to know what kind of stuff you think if you were in a standard nine to five R and you were just yeah. about to, you know, I, I, I think to, if, if you're just, if you're, you know, you work, like you said, standard nine to five, like average person, average wages, you know, wages yeah. whatever, and you don't necessarily have the time to be sitting there doing all this Legwork. finance stuff, yeah. you know, this analysis or, or, or research and where to invest and stuff. <clears throat> so I think for someone like that, you just mentioned that you have a robo-advisor account, right? Yeah. That is a great, that is that is really good, simply because, as you said, it's so, it's so easy they ask you a few questions. You tell them stuff about yourself, um, your kind of risk attitude, what kind of returns you're expecting to make, yeah. etc. Mm-hmm. And they will give you something which is almost cust- uh, customized to you. Oh, this company, it's Nutmeg, right? And you know, Nutmeg are really... Um... Nut- Nutmeg are good. There's, think, there's as nothing. in, they are um, very heavily like technology-based. That's what I'm trying to say. So it's so... Simple, yeah. Frank. Like I don't have to do anything. The most I have exactly. to do was start. And, and that's why. And that's why you're doing it. Yeah. Because it's so simple for you. It's, it's, so in terms of the average, I say a start would be look look for something like nutmeg. But one thing I also will say is mm-hmm. that if you if you were to invest, say a few hours, maybe three four hours yeah. of reading about different things. You could easily find something similar, yeah. which doesn't cost you as much. The thing about nutmeg is, is it, they charge yeah. you a fee, right? They charge you a fee, yeah. Exactly. That's the only thing bad I can say about nutmeg, and it's not even bad. It's just <laughs> it's a fact, right? Yeah. Um, but those nutmeg accounts, you, you could—they're essentially customized to you, but yeah. you can get something very similar, which is. It's not necessarily customized to you, but it's like a finished product in yeah. terms of investments that you can just choose. Yeah. And the fees on there are like a lot less. A, a lot, lot less. So, the, so that's the only <laughs> thing I would say. But for that person who doesn't have time, whatever, yeah. spend an hour on that make. Just research what's a robo-advisor. Research that. If it sounds like something you think you're comfortable with investing, 
then I'll say sign up to one of them. Do you know why I went with Robo Advisor? Robo and a Robo Advisor even, and then why I went with Nutmeg even was because I didn't really understand the concept of Robo Advisors because I don't think people in the UK are really. Well, black people, I should say, are really yeah, in the yeah. know of what robo-advisors actually are, you know? Like, I don't know anybody else specifically yeah. that has, a, like, a robo-account like that, right? And then okay. the reason why I went with nutwork, Nutmeg, <laughs> I'm getting my words mixed up, Nutmeg was because of the ease of using it on the app, using it. So now that I have that knowledge... Yeah, I can I can do whatever I want now. You know what I mean? If I wanted to go to a better one, if I wanted to swap and change, if I wanted to do all these things, like because I feel a little bit more confident. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. You th- you've you've made a first step, which yeah. is almost the hardest one. Yeah. But then once you make it, but just just should I just quickly explain what Robo Advisors is? Yeah, absolutely. So so you have to think of this as as uh, this way. Usually, when you're going to invest your money and you give it to the firms it's it's human beings looking at the market doing the analysis and deciding what to invest in yeah a robo advisor it's it's almost like a program which has been pre-programmed yeah to look for certain investments based on some kind of algorithm yes and that algorithm can basically be something like i don't know if there's there's negative news in america yeah don't buy american stocks yeah or if this rate goes high in this area, yeah. buy stocks from this area. Yeah. That's just an example. Mm-hmm. But the whole process of what robo-advisors is, the investment decision-making is automated by algorithms. Yeah. So there's not a lot of human intervention. Yeah. So because of that, it's a lot cheaper to invest that way. Yeah. And because of that also, like I said, you can almost get it customized to exactly what you're looking yeah. for. So you can uh, do it as a customized or you can do it as like a, a man-made already yeah. kind of uh, exactly yeah well. and and it's not you know it's, it's nothing more riskier or less riskier or anything it's just a different way of investing yeah so there's nothing bad about it do you know what i mean i just think so- if you've had an isa or something of that nature before and you're still not sure then a robo investment could be a good way of just yeah you can watch it as well and it shows you all the like charts and everything and it and i like the fact that they also show you like if you save x amount over this period of time this could potentially be um what your return would be kind of thing and i think just the simplest simplicity of the way their website works and stuff like that yeah no i don't mind it at all Um, yeah no that's 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 very good that's a great first step to make i would say yeah um i was gonna especially for that person who doesn't have a lot of time on their hands a lot of time on their hands but um i like the way that you guys have been breaking down and especially because you do have that extensive knowledge because of your um your job the way yeah. that you guys just break down everything like you guys talk about bonds you talk about yeah. equity you guys are talking about hedge funds you're talking about yeah. shorts <laughs> and you know because all of us have watched um the big short right yeah, and a lot or of the la- yeah and a lot of the language was a bit foreign if that's yeah. not your world right and I'm yeah watching- and, and and you know what's funny all this this like it's just fancy talk for nothing i know it's, it's all very- rubbish you know when you said about hedge funds the other day and you were um yeah. you said a term i can't remember the term but basically it was almost like you're you're telling them close the gate at this point of that 
blah 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 and I was like that makes so much sense you know what I mean they've just used the stupid term that really yeah. scares you away but yeah. I think... they, they just use these fancy words to explain very simple things uh, and I love I love the way that you guys break the stuff down and I like the way the girls are like yeah but what does that mean for a normal person yeah. you guys and, and you know what <laughs> that's what that's what we really liked about what we're doing is because me and me and Jerome we're like the technical guys yeah and then the, the girls will be like, okay, but what you guys are saying doesn't make sense. Like, break it down in, in normal terms. So then that kind of back and forth uh, yeah. makes it a lot more entertaining. And I love the way that you guys are also... I'm, there's a lot of love, 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 anything money-related. Uh, uh, we love like, you back, <laughs> I'm, I, I like the fact that it's... Like, unbeknown probably to you guys, like yourselves, right? You guys yeah. are kind of following what's going on in the news. Like, um, your yes. guy Jerome, he was talking about Bitcoin and Bitcoin has been flashing yeah. up heavily recently. And I think a lot of us didn't really know too much about it. It's like one of those things that are just out in space, but we keep hearing about it, but we don't really know about it. And I love the fact that you guys are taking the time to just break down yeah, other yeah. ways, you know? Because somebody and was that's, telling that's me to we're invest gonna in Bitcoin. That's, that's why we say it's, it's, you know, for us, by us. Yeah. Yeah. And and the next one, we're going to talk about Brexit, but we're, we're just going to talk about... I was going to ask you about it. It's on my notes, actually. Um, I was going to ask you, how how do you think it would affect us, but... Well, I can give you a brief overview, but yeah. if you want to know everything, you're yeah. going to have to tune in. Of course we are. <laughs> <laughs> but our, our episode will, will be more tailored on how is Brexit going to impact your, your, your life, your yeah. personal finance, mm-hmm. rather than as a whole. I think it's essentially happening now, right? Um, like, in terms of... The thing about... I feel like about government and the way the UK works, specifically, let's look at Uber, right? The yeah. way um, the UK has just decided no more Uber. It's just yeah. really worrying to think that, one, I've always said the UK lacks innovation anyway, so I'm yeah. not really shocked that they've decided to out a company so big that probably generates a hell of a lot of money for the UK. Yeah, um, yeah out just like outcast them um without thinking of solutions you know and i feel like the government that's very much our stance in terms of government that is the stance they always take with everything oh let's not fix it let's just get rid let's not do this let's just get rid yeah yeah but you know what with this uber thing my my personal view on it i i don't actually think they want to shut it down i think they just want to be seen as to be doing something against... Because, you know, all these lobbies for black cabs, yeah. they make a lot of noise because black cabs are obviously losing money, etc. Well, also, uh, they're, they're like a pinnacle for the UK, right? The red yeah, bus, it's actually the UK... Black, the, the black it? it's cab, like the symbol ben. of It's of a symbol of London. the UK, exactly. So being yeah. shown to not be back in that, it shows us to be very unpatriotic, and I feel like that's yeah. one of the yeah. reasons but, but, why... But then, you know, with all of that, what they're forgetting is the end consumer, like me and you. yeah. If Uber's, a trip on Uber costs £10 for us, yeah. that's, that would cost like £50 yeah. in a black cap. Why shouldn't we you know, sign a petition? Why shouldn't we root for Uber? Yeah. But I actually don't think Uber's going anywhere. I just think, yeah, they're making some noise. Uber's appealed anyway. Um, they're they're going to go to court and let a court decide. What's probably going to happen is they're going to come to some kind of agreement where Uber's going to have to change some of how some of the uh, rules and regulations how they operate mm. like uh, one of the topics they were discussing was that oh uber doesn't do a lot of background checks on their drivers mm. so they're probably gonna make that a little bit more stringent yeah. you know okay maybe you need a crb or something yeah or maybe you need to do a six-week training or yeah, something but shouldn't so, all of these things been in place before you know well, you know what i mean like they make 
normal people go through the hoops yeah, to just but, do but something. That's, that's, that's why you can almost see why they're, they're trying to, to ban them because it's like Uber's cutting all the corners just to make money. Yeah. So, but in didn't a they sense, know that before they decided to allow Uber to operate in the UK? That's what that's, I mean. No, like no, the due diligence by the government is just really slapdash, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, that's 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 a good argument. Yeah, why didn't you do it before? Because um, eBay is quite similar as well, where they pay all their taxes and bits and pieces all around the world, so they don't essentially have to answer to the UK and the way that it's regulated. Do you know what I mean? So, fair enough, we want to attract these major companies, but. Yeah. If you're not going to be protecting... It's the same argument. I mean, it's the same argument we'll have in every instance when I think about it. You know what I mean? Housing, work, jobs, uh, British people. It's just the same argument, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I wanted yes, to move yes. on a little bit swiftly and ask something a bit more personal. Okay, cool. <laughs> Relationships and finance. Um, Is it yes. taboo still? Or uh, do you feel like you know pe- I, people should be really upfront about their finances from the gate? I am very, I'm very open about money. I mean, I, I, well, put it this way: if I, am I going to tell you how much I earn first week? Probably <laughs> not. But but then let's let's be real. If I say to you, "Well, I live in a one bedroom flat in Elephant," yeah, you you can kind of sense, okay, this guy makes more than average, right? If I if I'm yes. renting one room nowadays, in- <laughs> you can assume. <laughs> Sorry. Nowadays, you can assume that. Yeah, nowadays, yeah. yes. Um, if I have a, if I'm renting a one room, you know, sharing a flat somewhere deep, crowded and pearly, <laughs> like a you know I work for Tesco. <laughs> Again, you can guess that you know I may not be making that much, but I think in the initial stages, maybe I wouldn't be as open about discussing it. But yeah. once we get serious, you know, once we get closer and things just progress naturally, I think you should definitely discuss your finances, especially if you want to build together oh, for I'm, the future. I'm, I don't know why black people are so, like, I know people that are in relationships that are like head on that path to going to buy a property together and they don't even ask each other about their credit scores. Like, yeah, I see, that's, that's that see, 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 credit score now, I think that's something you can talk about in the beginning. I know it's a very American thing because we don't really do it, but no, I think I'm credit score, you can, you can discuss that. Or just, you know, how, 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 what's your attitude towards finances generally? How, do you, do you manage your finances? Yeah. Do you even, do you know what I mean? I think that's, those are topics you can discuss in the beginning. Yeah. I, I think that a lot of people kind of shy away from that, but I, I don't really know why. You know what I mean? Like you're going to yeah. make a, a 25, 30 year commitment with each other yeah. and you're yeah. not I, asking that person whether or not this, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to, to give you an example, with my ex, it was like after a year of going out, when we started talking about moving in potentially and yeah. stuff, or just how much things would cost if we were to move in or buy and stuff, yeah. that's when we just started talking. And she, I knew how much she earned, she knew how much I earned. Yeah. Uh, we both knew, I, I'm, I'm good with money anyway, so um, she knew about my credit score credit rating whatever because i check it every six months yeah it's i guess like for work pounds. as well you have to make sure well you can get it for free if you use I think, Noddle. Yeah. well i get the complete one the whole thing yeah the whole but report right, right? You can get it for free yeah yeah but I get the, the the whole thing is like 10 pages so it tells you in the last 10 years how many payments you've missed where yeah. have you borrowed money blah 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 it gives you everything that's but another thing that should really be free, the you know? Number, right? Yeah, if, and the free one just gives you the number, but then and then sometimes you have to check both because some company 
companies use either or. Like, just before I went to buy my house, right, well, my flat, I didn't know that when I was, like, uh, let's say, it must have been within the six years, within six years ago or something like that, when I lived in another flat, I had a a last telephone bill from BT that was sent to me that I had no knowledge of, right, because I hadn't had any letters before I left, they hadn't contacted me, so I actually had this default thing on my name and I didn't know anything about it because I was only checking um, yeah. credit expert if you want yeah and not Equifax okay I've never used Equifax actually oh my I god used, I used experience that's um Experian or no I am saying the right one Experian yeah. or Equifax right okay yeah I, I use Experian I didn't know I had 35 yeah. pounds it had a default was for 35 pounds it could have stopped my um, mortgage from potentially going through so I had to call them and get it removed because okay. I said I had no knowledge of this why all these years later I wouldn't have paid 35 pounds yeah. it's like yeah. stupid right yeah 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 um another thing I just wanted to make a segue on to um Monzo cards Yes, I keep seeing them. So many people in. I got are sucked them. in. I'm totally sucked in, and I think it's all to do with the mystique of okay. what Monzo is about. So you know what it is, right? I, I don't, to be honest. I know it's a it's like a challenger bank. So they're coming up, they're building a bank, but I don't know much about them. And I know you can link the card. Yeah. to your account and it's all online and it breaks down yeah. your spending or stuff like it's, that it's all app but, based again like it's there's okay. no you don't know um physical and um, bank but i'm not really you know like back in the day when you're young your parent would be like yeah we gotta go to the bank in the bank speak to the person oh, like, oh no no i can't remember last time i went into the bank <laughs> <laughs> and everything is like on your phone now anyway like first direct one of the best banks the uk has to offer customer service wise yeah. and they have been for quite some years now and they don't even have a, an essential location direct and um, dedicated to them you know i know so, it's all online on the phone all right? online and all on the phone um monzo card is basically um don't like quote me verbatim i don't have like, okay. <laughs> um so they're like a top-up card right like a, yeah. a prepay card if you want but okay. I think the thing that attracted me mostly to it is that currently it doesn't have any charges when you spend your card abroad. Oh, nice. Right? And the only other card that challenges that is a Halifax card. Okay. So so with Monzo, when you say use abroad, so... Yeah, when you... You know, like you use anywhere. a debit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Visa debit, right? Just abroad. Right. That's sick. It's really That's... dope. And then on top of that, like, if we went out for dinner, a group of us, and then we wanted to pay, you know, the splitting of the bill becomes a drama and blah, blah, blah. If we all paid on our Monzo cards, it would just do it automatically for us. Wow. And then when you spend on your Monzo card as well, it kind of breaks down your spending. So it allocates... I saw that yeah. on the app. It tells you how much you spend on food, on petrol, or yeah. whatever. Which I think is dope, right? Because a lot of people don't essentially know, and then we get confused, and then we're waiting for the next month to come by to try and yeah. figure it out again. Yeah. And, 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 and and you know stuff like that. That is such an eye opener. Yeah. Because you might think, oh, I don't spend that much on food, and then you see that I was like, wow, that's like forty percent of my wages has just gone on eating out. Yeah. And you're okay. Maybe I need to stop eating out so much. Yeah. Um, I was, um, I listen, do you know Tony Robbins? Do you listen to Tony Robbins? Tony, no, I don't. Um, so no. Tony Robbins is like, he's from your world basically, but he is kind of turned into like a motivational phenomenon if you want. Check it, um, he has a documentary on Netflix, if you have Netflix, called Tony yeah, Robbins. Yeah, Tony Robbins, okay. This guy is a beast, yeah? You must know, um, 
Vaynerchuk, Gary V, right? Do you know uh, Gary V? Was he on Breakfast Club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's the guy that did I... like these challenges and stuff. But they're on the same kind of level. But I would say Tony Robbins is him yeah. ten thousand times more um, accessible. Okay. Like in his film. and he's American. Oh, they're American. You, you know, in the UK, it's kind of hard to find figures that are just killing it that are open like yeah. that we will know about you know but um, yeah. tony robbins was saying that he tells the story every time about this guy who used to earn only sixteen thousand dollars for the year okay and and the guy had a family and stuff to take care of right so sixteen thousand dollars i mean in a city like i mean in a country like america probably it's not a lot of money right so the guy was the guy so a friend of his was in like finance like you and was saying to him, like, I'm going to make you a millionaire kind of thing. And the guy was like, there's no way I'm going to be a millionaire. How possible can I be? I earn 16,000, right? It's not nothing. So the guy basically said, I'm going to put an emergency tax on your money. Right. Okay. So he took away a percentage of that guy's wage every single month for years. Okay. Then they used a chunk of that money to invest into something specific. That guy ended up with, I think, about 70 million. Wow. Just off his investments? Just off of the investment, yeah. But, and, and, and the reason why that story is so... Um, the reason why I told you this story was because I believe finance is all about adapting your mindset. So that yeah. guy assumed, because he was only earning 16K, right, that he... Um, $16,000 okay. or whatever, that he could never, ever, ever achieve something like that. And yeah. the fact that he just skimmed the money straight out of his account, the guy never saw the money, so he just readjusted his spending without knowing. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Okay, okay. I see what you're saying, yeah. yeah. I see what you're he saying. He readjusted yeah. okay. it. I mean, and, and this is that Tony Robbins guy. You have to check out Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins will make you, like, think that your life is just... Is it? Okay. <laughs> he, he, he's got that that spirit man and the fact that he works with millions and tens of millions if you want and yeah. he, he's from your world i think he will be very relatable if you check him out he's super yeah, super I'll, super I'll, dope. I'll check him out i'll check him out um okay. do you know anything about this guy Bern, um bernard madoff uh yeah and i've met madoff yeah, yeah, madoff, yeah the, uh, he, he used to run. He used to run a fund. Uh, it was basically a Ponzi scheme. I can't believe it. I watched. Uh, I went to Dubai this um, year, and I was watching it on the plane. My mouth hit the floor. I, this guy, he took around sixty-five billion in. Yeah. And that's how much money he squandered from people, like, and people uh, not knowing, just based on uh, reputation. It was, and the, the, see, the thing about him is he had he had such a good reputation. Yeah. Right. That no one, even a, a lot of his returns, so how much money he was making, a lot of it wasn't very realistic. Yeah. But because he had such a great reputation, people weren't really questioning him. And I think the fact that he was an old white guy, you know, yeah. he had an office in that part of town. And, you know, that's one thing that us black people always get super duped by, you know. <laughs> and not in a bad way, but the reality yeah. is, is that if we, we wouldn't do business potentially with the black guy that's just mm. wearing a t-shirt, jeans... And a pair of yeah. loafers, but the white guy comes along with a suit, a white shirt, a pair of churches or whatever. We're like, no, nah, we're going with him. <laughs> you know what? You know, know what I mean? I it's, it's, it's all about that perception, right? Yeah. You're, you're being sold that perception, and because in your mind you think, oh yeah, that's the that's the right kind of person yeah. who's going to be. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, but that's why you know, with me, I'm a very factual person. So even when it comes to stuff like a lot of these 
a lot of people we see nowadays on social media, I don't necessarily know their ins and outs, but when I see a lot of accounts or people that post a lot of inspirational quotes, or they're just, they're really giving you some advice about how to improve your lives, but there's nothing really showing what justifies them to do it. I I stay far, far away from them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's why even with this, this Tony Robbins, obviously I don't know anything about him. You I'm going like to check him out. Or he said he's an inspirational speaker. I'm very wary of inspirational speakers. No, no. That's why honest. I said that he's from your world. And <laughs> Say that again? He's from your world. He's from finance. He's okay. done those $100 million deals. And he, okay. he's from that world. He's not... Uh, um. Not somebody so, who's so he has credibility, basically. A lot. Once you okay. research him, you'll see how far this guy has gone to try and better people's knowledge about finance because he really, really is from you guys' world, right? He's not like one of these motivational speakers that just woke up one day, I'm a motivational speaker. Exactly. He, he has and, the clout. And, and, and I think those people can be very dangerous because if, if those who don't know start to listen to them, and take the wrong advice that can leave you leave you off worse than you were to begin with. Well, these are the new age cults, I would say, like the new age, you know, following. We're following something yeah. like we're being led by something. We don't even know if this person has the credibility to even yeah, exactly. Tie their and that's that's, that's, you know? that's why I just think there's a lot of basic knowledge when it comes to money that we should all know. Yeah. Which is partly what my podcast or our podcast is just trying to give people very basic knowledge. Yeah. But once you know this stuff, you'll be able to kind of smell a rat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was going to um, ask you uh, as well. Why do you think that, do you think you guys will continue to be giving away this type of information for free? Where you seem, you see it as quite basic to yeah. somebody like me, it's so valuable. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. What? The podcast will always be free. Yeah. Um, in terms of what we're trying to do long term, yeah. I, I couldn't really tell you yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. It's fun for us to do. Um, it's, it has minimal costs for us to do. Yeah. It is. So there's, if anything, it's the time we have to put in. Yeah. That is. So in terms of us, I don't know, changing how we do it or starting to charge it. No, that's definitely not going to happen. Yeah. We're just going to keep giving out this this knowledge. But what we would really like to do. We, we we do get questions here and there, but we want a lot more questions. We want people to give us specific things so we can talk about specific things in people's lives that others might be able to relate to. Yeah. Because right now it's just it's very general, but that's the aim. It's definitely going to stay what it is right now. I think, um, like, I, like I said, I just love the fact that you guys are just so open. Like the fact that you do have the experience and the knowledge, and your you know your team are also just as experienced in some aspects or, you know, in their disciplines and stuff. I think that it's it's so commendable. Like, I want you to um, tell me if there's, like, free resources that people that are trying to transition and make this journey into that we could yeah. use, like, just to get going, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's, so, there's loads of free resources. Um, just give us really, your top three and then I'll put them in the show notes. Yeah, I can... I, I, Actually, I can send you all this, the links that we've used yeah. for our notes. I okay. can send you those, and then you can put in your show notes. Wicked. I'll do yeah. that, because I think that's important as well. Like, 
I've looked at these websites like Cardbreeds and Lansdowne and um, Fidelity and things like that. And as soon okay. as you get on those websites, like this is even way before, but as soon as I get on the website, I'm like, uh, yeah, it's just too much mean? information. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I like the fact that you've been confident in your offering and just telling people where they can go and where there is information so that they don't get duped and, um, you yeah. know, lose all their hard earned money. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, but above all, you know, let's not forget, you have to be willing to invest some of your time. Yeah, I think it's stupid Just when people say they, they don't have time to, but you can scroll on Instagram for hours, yeah. you can go on meaningless um, drinks and um, dinners <laughs> with your friends, you can go to the hairdressers and pay for bundles, you can hire, hire purchase cards, not even understanding the APR that's usually attached they, to some of no, stuff. People really don't understand how interest work. They don't understand the interest, they don't understand how they could... Because, and another thing I wanted to touch on before I let you go was... A lot of people that are non-black, I should say, have inheritance. A lot of us don't. And the fact that we're buying fresh trainers and things every few weeks, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what you mean. And, and that's why it's all about having a budget, right? Yeah. If, if you have X, X amount coming in, you should have a budget. You should know. Yeah. There's this much I'm going to put away. There's this much that I need to spend on my rent, my living expenses, yeah. and whatever is left. That's the money you can play with. But a lot of people do it the other way around. They just play with whatever they want and whatever's left. They'd be like, okay, I might save a little bit of this and I might, you know, I don't know, pay these bills with this. It's it's a, it's a very bad mindset. But yeah. I will say one thing, though. Mm. Although I think a lot of people do have it, it's not a black problem. No, no, I don't, I don't think um, being mad, yeah, bad with money is a black problem. It's definitely not a black all, problem because no. there's white people that are reckless with their money. Yeah. There's every type of race that spend reckless it money. It just but happens that some of them are more likely black. to get an inheritance it's because a distant family member passed away and yeah. because they were good with money, it ends then, up coming you, back to you them. you know what, though? I reckon in about That's gonna 50 change. to 100 years... It's going to change, absolutely. Yeah, no, in about 50 to 100 years, our kids, they'll be getting lots of inheritance. Of course, of course. Yeah, lots of inheritance. Of course. Or even, even in the next, say... 20, 25 years, I think some of us will be getting at least houses or something that Absolutely. their parents own. And I think that's, uh, you know, um, I watch a lot, a lot of like the Breakfast Club and stuff like that. And even though Dame Dash can be known as a bit of a prick sometimes, what yeah. he said, um, working for your last name has literally stuck with me since he said that. Like, oh. I don't have inheritance to come, right? The inheritance that I had, like a family member stole it from when my granddad passed years ago. You know what I mean? It's like... Oh. I don't okay. have that to come, so that's my drive. That's my motivation. So if you mean yeah. to say you can't list, like pick up a book for an hour to benefit your future in the future generations after you... And then you're lost, yeah, you're doomed. That says a lot about you, you know? Yeah, you're lost. That's the thing. I think a lot of it is just, like you mentioned earlier, mindset. Yeah. And we just need to learn how to learn about things we don't know about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, do you like these apps where you can reinvest your um, spare change? Yeah, yeah, they're great. I mean, I don't use it, but no, I don't because I don't know. I'm obviously this is my world, right? Yeah, so yeah. this is what I do for a living. Yeah. But I think they're great. Again, for people that aren't that well versed in in finance, etc. Yeah, it, if you think about it, it makes so much sense. Yeah, you spend something for one ninety nine. That one P that's left, you don't really care about that. Yeah. And that gets put away for you. It gets put that's away. That's amazing. And another thing, another two things. When I was buying my own place, I used the help to buy ISA. I ended okay. up getting a few hundred or like just under a grand for free. 
money for free. That, there you go. That from the government. There you go. And it's just the government trying to help you to get on a ladder. Whatever they're trying to do, they'll tax it back somewhere, somehow. <laughs> but it's free money. And I, I know a lot of people that wasn't even using them. They're like, oh, that's long. I'm like, it's, that's going to cost money. Basically, you're going to have to put a few hundred more on that. And that's your um, solicitor fees done. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like free yeah. money. But people think that yeah. because they have no interest in learning. They just don't know. Yeah. And, and it's not even, there's that. Um, with with the child trust funds, yeah. you get money. The Lisa accounts, the lifetime so, MISAs, twenty five percent. There's so extra many free. different schemes, government schemes, where they're essentially giving you free money. Yeah. All you, all you need is to invest the time to research about it and to find out. Yeah. That's what it is. But with a lot of that, we we cover a lot of that on our yeah, podcast. On you guys' like podcast, we, we covered the invest um, enterprise investment scheme, where if your friends start in a business yes. and you invest into them. Your, your earnings are tax-free if you keep it in there for a certain amount of periods. There's a lot of ways you can save money. And sometimes when I say saving money, I just mean paying less tax or yeah. paying no tax yeah. or something like that, not necessarily getting a discount or something. Or if you, you work know. in a, um, uh, an organization that has benefits, like they contribute to your pension, contribute a yeah. little bit more money so then it's higher so, you know what i mean like just yeah, small yeah. small little um, adjustments that you can make to your life yeah and, the, um, the whole pension thing is it's a bit it's, it's, it's almost like a bit boring and daunting but the word pension that, that's the problem <laughs> yeah i blame you know i partly blame how the government portrays what a pension is yeah, old because yeah. it's it's made to seem like it's something for old people yeah for the future you know? for, yeah not for we now. don't really think yeah. of oh a pension is I don't know, something, if I start putting into money now, mm. that means I have more later on. We just look at it as, oh, it's just something for old people and I'm not that old. So when I get older, yeah, I'll start looking into it. Actually, the, no, it really isn't. And um, actually, a lot of the podcasts that I listen to from the States um, yeah. that are like my favourites, a lot of the women talk about having a retirement fund, an emergency fund, a big yeah. purchase fund. And, and just putting pockets of money away here and there. And the retirement one is a big deal. Like, if you yeah. want to have money when... Especially with the way our government works. Like, if you want to have anything when you're of age, you need to start thinking about it. Because it's no bloody joke what they're doing. No, it's not. And it's especially now for, for, for millennials, for people that are, say, their yeah. 20s, 30s now. Yeah. Because interest rates are so low. Yeah. Your interest, your investment returns are a lot lower. lower. So our parents, they had great time with yeah. their pensions, but by the time we're fifty, sixty, our returns won't be that great. Which yeah. effectively means either we have to save more today, yeah. or somehow hope that interest rates and returns go up. But before we're fifty, sixty, yeah. so that that whole pension discussion is a it's a it's a whole nother discussion to be had. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for just being open and honest about um the information that you provide and creating you guys creating the Making Sense podcast. I'm yeah. um definitely a fan and I will definitely continue to listen. And um, where can we find you? So um, SoundCloud, yes, Making Sense podcast, uh, iTunes say Make Sense Podcast mm -hmm. and Stitcher Make Sense Podcast and then we're also on Twitter uh, Making Sense PC yeah that's it um, and soon to have Instagram as well but Yay. not yet but not yet <laughs> well thank you so much for joining us and we really 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 appreciate it <laughs>
Take care. That's thanks. Thanks yeah. for having me. And then, I don't know, maybe we'll have you on, on the podcast once. Absolutely. I would absolutely love to come and talk about bundles and eyelash buying and why this is not beneficial <laughs> for your future. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah.